Hey, what's going on, parents? Welcome back to another edition of Teenager Tuesday. Uh, today, I am joined with the one, the only, the famous <laughs> Mary Solis. That's me, Mary Bag of Donuts. Hey, Mary. That's her if you're looking on Instagram. Is that still your, that's your Instagram? Still, yes, yes. to this day. I'm not it. as proud of it as I used to be, but no? yes. <laughs> but people can find you. Yeah. And probably a lot of people, if they're watching on YouTube uh, or if they're listening on Spotify, they, they either recognize you, recognize your voice, because uh, tell them what your role is. Is here at Hope. Yeah, so I'm the online campus pastor, uh, which is totally new. Like we're kind of pioneering everything. So I get to, uh, if you do recognize my voice, which that's usually what it is, the voice. Okay. Uh, they don't always recognize my face, yeah. but they're like, wait, I know that voice. Um, I, I'm in the videos at the beginning of service and the end of service. So yeah. if you're like, I've never seen you, you're coming late or you're not staying till the end. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I get to. I get to kind of cultivate that community. Yeah. It's awesome. Which is really cool. The, the, actually, earlier today, I was looking online on our database, mm -hmm. uh, kind of looking for different people that were signing for mission trip. And one person had their primary campus as an online really? campus. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Online campus, which is crazy. I've, I've never seen that. I it's like, wait, but what campus do they go to? Yeah. And it's online. It, yeah. And it's unique because it's kind of like you can be, you can both and. You can be someone mm. that goes to campus, but maybe more is like, hey, you're majority online, you know? Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. And for a lot of people out there who have kids that play on soccer teams, they are both and. Yes. <laughs> yes. They go to McKinney or uh -huh. they, they're online driving they're to and everything. from. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, well, Mary, thank you for, for joining us on the podcast. I'm excited. Uh, very excited for you to be here. Um, you as well as the other campus pastors, like mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have, uh, it's, it's fun. It's fun. We get to bring you in and kind of talk about different subjects. And God kind of laid this on your heart and your mind. Yes. Um, so for the next two weeks, parents, uh, to kind of let you know where we're going, um, we're, we're talking about damage. Mm -hmm. uh, we're talking about like pain and, and really uh, abuse and kind of what that can look like, how um, uh, you know, it's a very uncomfortable topic. Totally uncomfortable. It, it is. It, yes. I, I, you know, we were talking beforehand, and even then, you're like, yeah. I, I was don't like, know are if you I ready should. for this? Yeah, <laughs> but it, it is. It's it's something that is very important to talk about. You yeah. know, because things that are it's kind of the scripture of like sometimes you have to bring things to light to be able for them to be redeemed. You know, yeah. and and even just defining, you know, maybe. Uh, there's the idea of like, I don't really know what this is. And mm -hmm. even defining it helps to process it. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I walked through abuse myself. And I think that when we think abuse, we kind of tend to think of one specific thing. Mm. Um, but I think there's something broader there. Yeah. And so if we can kind of understand that. And I knew when I walked through my own healing process. Yeah just understanding some of these things I wish I had known when I was in ninth grade yeah. <laughs> and I wish my parents had known yeah. because I feel like there were some simple things that if I had known that I could have noticed those things mm. and maybe even prevented them yeah. and so I think that I feel an urgency about this because I do feel like there are first of all young people who get into relationships yeah. that are abusive by definition um, but might not look abusive mm. to maybe the outsider yeah. Um, and then there's also friendships. You know, we say a lot here, show me your friends, I'll show you my, your future. And, you know, John says that from the stage. Yeah. You know, that's kind of something. And we know that in teenagers' lives, relationships are so influential. Yeah. And so when you, you're setting a pattern there, like as a teenager, when you start maybe dating someone, you start having these certain tendencies or doing these certain things in our relationships, yes. they kind of span into their adulthood. Yeah. So it's huge. It is. And, and I love the way the the word that you just used pattern yeah because it's so true so so many ways and so many things are being set up now 
that are a way of thought or yeah. a way of how we look at our worth is being set up now. Yeah. And so like we said, it, and we're going to get to the redemptive side, obviously, and, yeah. and they're going to, man, I want them to hear your story. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, to kind of set us up, like uh, what are those kind of couple definitions that yeah. you want to kind of lean into? So I'm going to say what abuse is like in a broad perspective, and we'll put stuff in the show notes for you guys. Um, but we're really going to buckle down on emotional abuse. Okay. And so abuse defined is abuse means treating someone with violence, disrespect, cruelty, harm, or force. When someone treats their partner in any of these ways, or, and I would say anyone in any of these ways, mm. it's called an abusive relationship. Abuse in a relationship can be physical, sexual, or emotional, or all of these things. Uh, and I'm under the um, persuasion that I think that all abuse is emotional abuse. Oh, yeah. But you can be emotionally abused and not be physically abused or, you know, or, yeah. or things like that. And mm-hmm. so um, emotional abuse defined is it involves creating emotional pain, distress or anguish through the use of threats, intimidation or humiliation. This includes insults. <laughs> I hope that we're all being convicted right now. <laughs> insults, yelling or threats of harm yeah. and our isolation, nonverbal actions such as throwing objects, glaring to project fear or intimidation. And how I'd boil this down is fear tactics mm. to control people. Yeah. And all of us have a tendency to want to control people mm. um, on our bad days. And so this isn't just someone that has a bad day. I'm talking about getting into relationships or friendships that are habitually like this, like yeah. tearing us down, things like that. Yeah. So that's what emotional abuse, I would say, is defined by. Yeah. Well, and, and parents too, like, I, I feel like, parents can be uh, more reactive or more cautious, maybe is a better way to say it, more cautious when it comes to a dating relationship. Yeah. But I love bringing the friendships into it because everybody wants their their, uh, teenager to have good friends. Yeah. You know, I want you to have good friends, find good friendships. Mm -hmm. And mom, you know, I had friends that my mom was nervous about that Mm -hmm. she voiced that to me. And then, but honestly, even even her voicing it to me made me look out for certain things where before I would just think, this person's cool. I want to be like that. Yeah. And I remember my mom telling me things and I'd be like, I'm my own person. I'm not taking on their things. Uh-huh. Yet years later, look at me and I was dealing with ab- abuse and didn't even yeah. realize it. So I don't know if our teenagers will always respond to that the way we want them to. Yeah. Um, but the truth is, I think that we we learn from that. And I look back now and I'm like, oh, that, that was my mom actually teaching me a little bit huh. um, and it wasn't it wasn't that it was like little little things like petty things you know like what I wear and stuff like that but yeah. I think that that was just uh, scratching the surface a little bit yeah yeah it, it, that scratching the surface though it's like, uh, like whoa <laughs> yeah. what are you doing you yeah. know so maybe kind of give, give some insight into maybe parts of your story and how that can kind of play into maybe some things that their students are walking through. Yeah. And I'll give you some really like clear examples. But for myself, I was in an abusive situation in my family and um, I didn't know it like for the longest time because it was emotional abuse. So mm-hmm. it was the type of abuse you don't see. I like to, there's a quote and honestly, I searched it and there's different people that say they said it, uh-huh. <laughs> but um, all the water in the world can't sink a ship unless it gets inside. Hmm. Emotional abuse is so, so destructive. And for me, that was my life. On the outside, I had it all together. And um, at least I thought I did. Um, But on the inside, I was critiquing myself 24-7, never feeling good enough, never feeling like I could trust my own voice. And that is so important. As young people are growing up, they need to be empowered to know that their voice matters and who they are. They're like, 
deciding their identity and, and everything about them. So when that is attacked, like it's so damaging. And so that was my situation. Yeah. And so it actually wasn't till a big event in my adulthood that caused me to be like, oh, I knew the abuse was there. Yeah. I just didn't know what to do about it because I was mm. still caught in it because it was a pattern. Yeah. And so I want to give you guys some of the things that are like kind of practical that you can see so that you can be like, okay, not not only just to know these things for your own sake of like teaching your, but like teaching your kids to look for these things yeah. and noticing it in themselves. We want teenagers to be able to look in the mirror, not just like replicate something. You know what I mean? So like we, we don't want to control them. We want to empower them. Mm. So how can we get them Man, empowered? That's good. Write, write that down if y'all are listening. <laughs> and we'll say that em- more yeah, again. Em- empower, not control. Yeah. That's huge because yeah. that teaches them to be an adult yeah. and to grow and mature, well, not to do what you say, just do what you and say. And maybe unintentional. Intentionally, parents would maybe just again unintentionally slightly lean into that emotional yeah. aside yeah. or emotional abuse side. Again, a very uncomfortable thought. But if it if the goal is to control more than empower, yeah, you know, it, yeah. It, again, very uncomfortable. And no well-hearted, Christ-centered parent would want to do that, but yeah. maybe unintentionally lean there. Oh yeah, I think we all have that abuse, a tendency to abuse in us, <laughs> and so we have to have the humility to say. Who, what is that in me? Yeah. And can I recognize that? And can I be caring yeah. in that? And so here's a few things, especially, and this is, you're really going to see this in dating relationships. Um, but I think it's also in friendships, like you mentioned, and I working with teenagers in regeneration and things like that, like the things they say to each other in friendships, I'm like, wait, no, don't, they shouldn't say that that's abusive. You know, <laughs> like, like, do you know what I mean? So yeah. like, there's some places where we say it's okay and it's not. <laughs> Let's teach people to talk well to other, their friends, yeah. like, and to treat Building their friends up. with respect. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so huge, even in our friendships, even if it's like, aha, we're just kidding. Eventually it's not like, at the end of the day, it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and I've even told my husband, I'm like, if I'm joking in a way enough to where you actually like, I'm actually hurting you. Please mm. tell me. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause it's, it's a joke until it's not. Mm. <laughs> and so here's a few things in jokes. That's a big one. So i um, spewing insults or otherwise, otherwise ridiculing you. Mm. Um, so friends yeah, that ridicule. Down. Yeah. Yeah. And they call it a joke. Mm. And so therefore it's, you shouldn't be offended. Yeah, you're being so sensitive. Yeah. Don't be so sensitive. Huh. So now the person can't defend themselves. Yeah. They, they have no way of protecting themselves against being mistreated. Mm. It's, damaging and I'm saying that from extremely from personal experience um, attempting to make you question your own sanity this is gaslighting so maybe you've heard of gaslighting yeah. and everyone's like what? I feel like I that word is like all over the place <laughs> yeah right and people are like yeah. what does it mean yeah. I'm going to give a really basic example that's funny and it's not like it's not totally going to explain it but give you a basic idea if you're walking down the hallway I actually heard this recently walking down the hallway and someone said it's cold and two people came up and they said it's not cold that person's cold. (laughs) So it's cold, you know? So it's getting the person, it's saying it's, it's making them question their own perspective and reality. And so in, at the end of the day, when that happens, and I found this in my own situation, we don't know what we think or feel. We have totally lost our own understanding of who we are Hmm. when that happens. So it is super damaging And, and we do it like carelessly sometimes yeah. and it doesn't seem damaging. Yeah. You well, know? because uh, crazy thing, you can't force somebody to feel a certain way. Yeah. Like, and we can't even force ourselves to exactly. feel. Exactly. Like sometimes, 
sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes we can't control the way that we feel. Yeah. We can always control what to do with those feelings. Yes. You know, but we yes. can't control the way huge. that we feel. Yeah. Um, another one is invading your privacy. So maybe you've heard of like teenagers that are dating and um, the guy or the girl will be like, well, give me your social, or I saw what you posted on someone else's social media. Don't post those things or don't, don't comment or don't like those things. Like they hmm. start controlling these parts of this other the significant other's life you know yeah. so they'll start controlling how they post things and um who they interact with all that kind of thing so kind of just that's, that's crossing a boundary that's not their they don't have the space to do that but they do it yeah and they will do it and teenagers will think it's okay yeah they'll be like oh, okay well we're dating and we're in love so it's okay so here's my passwords uh, uh, yeah, yeah they do yeah. they legitimately do that yeah. i was talking to a girl and she literally a guy repetitively asked for pictures of her. She said no, she finally blocked him and then she felt bad. She felt huh. so bad for doing that. Like, no, yeah. like that's, he's invading your privacy. Yeah. And so anyways, that's a, okay, tangent. Yeah. We're gonna get yeah. off and we're gonna stay on time. Yes. Um, trying to control your life, uh, kind of in that same vein, isolating you. So mm -hmm. you're really gonna yeah. see that as a parent. Oh my um, gosh, yeah. You know, more yeah. than other Notice people. the differences, yeah. Yeah, and then making overt threats. This is a big one. If you break up with me, I'll kill myself yeah. or I'll hurt myself yeah. or I'll do something to yeah. myself. Um, and that's control at yeah. the end of the day. So yeah. those are the kind of the Which, things you can see. I mean, and that one happens more often than you would actually think. You yeah. think this, like a lot of this stuff never happens. That last one, eight, two, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, that was literally happening. Yeah. Yeah, there was a situation. And you can yeah. have a teenager yeah. and not know these things are happening in their yeah. life. So you might be thinking, not my kid. Yeah. I promise you, I, I'm hoping that that's not the, mm -hmm. the situation, but it's messy and kids are maturing. Yeah. And so their friends and their relationships are with people that are immature as well. Mm -hmm. So these two immature people that are growing in their faith and growing in who they are, are, these things are going to happen. Yeah. So I would say if you're thinking that, maybe just let your guard down a little. Maybe maybe um, approach it with this could be happening with my kid right now. Yeah, which is a good conversation. I, I would say that th that's a good spot to end today where mm -hmm. parents out there man, go in and we hopefully we bring up a lot of conversations that are either uncomfortable or just awkward because you mm -hmm. just haven't had them before. I, I would encourage you parents, if there's something that you see as a yellow flag uh, it, happening in your student's life, um, friendships, relationship, whatever, uh, then man, that that might look like a yellow flag to you, but it could be a red flag that's currently happening. Yeah. So man, lean into that and uh, make sure that you tune in next week too. We're gonna continue yes. this conversation. Uh, as always, you're not alone. God is with you and so are we. We'll see you next week for part two. Yeah.